Welcome to the Menopause Conversations podcast. My name's Angela Council and I'm your host for this podcast and this is where you learn all about menopause, what is happening to your body, to your hormones and life in general. Everything is changing and sometimes it can seem really, really confusing, but this is where the confusion stops right now. This podcast will share with you everything you need to know about how you can navigate your menopause transition with ease. So sit back and enjoy the show. Bye for now. Hello, it's Angela here and I am so excited to be back in the podcasting world. I have been on a break for about just over 12 months now where the podcast has been on a break and I thought it's time to come back. It's time to restart the conversation. And you will notice that we've got a little bit of a change in title. So now the podcast is called Menopause Conversations. And we'll be talking a lot more about menopause. And the, the reason for the change in name is simply so that more women can find us. Um, there's more and more women who want to know about menopause and how they can move through menopause with ease. So by changing the name of the podcast, hopefully I will be able to get a wider audience of more women who are learning what is happening at menopause because I think it's so important for women to really understand what's happening to their bodies. And as I'm relaunching this and recording this right now, it's International Women's Day and the theme is breaking the bias. And part of breaking the bias is women taking ownership responsibility, learning more about what's happening to their bodies rather than just leaving it to doctors who have very little knowledge about hormones and women's health to tell you what you need to do. I'm inviting you to learn more and that's what this podcast is going to be all about. Um, I will have some guests along the way who will be um, sharing their knowledge I'll be sharing lots of um, different information around hormones, around the changes that happens to your body, lots of different things. Um, but it won't be all about hormones because menopause is a bigger conversation than hormones. And I think it's important that we, I state that up front. Um, for those of you who have not heard of me before or I didn't listen to the podcast before, um, just a little bit about me. Um, my name is Angela Council. I am a naturopath. I've been a naturopath for nearly 20 years. So I've worked in women's health and hormones for nearly 20 years. I am also postmenopausal. So uh, big 60 coming up this year in a couple of months time. Uh, so I've been through that journey. Uh, I was also a, a mum at a later stage of life. So I had my first child at 40 and my second at 43 and then kind of came out of um, pregnancy, breastfeeding, kind of straight into menopause. But I had no idea at the time. I didn't even know about, um, even though I was a naturopath and I'd learned about women's health and I'd been working in fertility and helping women fall pregnant and all of that, I really didn't understand menopause um, apart from the hormone, you know, the hormones changed and our, our period stopped. But because I still had a regular period, um, once I stopped breastfeeding, I didn't understand what was going on. And for me, I think um, there was a really big 
awakening moment and um and like most of us you know we kind of hit rock bottom before we start to come up again and i can remember the day that i was <coughs> i was i was on my lounge room floor i was at home by myself i was on my lounge room floor on my knees crying and looking to the skies asking someone something what the hell am I doing here? What is going on? I don't understand. I felt so lost. I felt alone. I had, you know, I had a really successful clinic. But things were starting to fall apart. I didn't know what I was meant to be doing. My kids were kind of coming. My youngest child at this stage was um, just about to finish primary school. My eldest was already in high school everything had changed you know i was no longer um you know the major person in, in my children's life that they, they were learning i mean i taught them to be independent and my eldest is definitely independent and he he had already stepped out and was already doing things very much on his own and didn't need mum to be there all the time and i got to the stage where my daughter i knew that was that was changing for her too once she got to high school my influence over her was definitely going to change. Um, she was becoming this, this teenage girl that I didn't understand. And I didn't understand me either. And it's like, I was so confused. I was so lost. And in a way, it was lucky that this was kind of happening at the end of the year, you know, around Christmas time, because I was getting a bit of a break from my clients because I normally take that Christmas New Year period off. And, you know, my clients, I loved them to bits, but I just didn't really know if I was doing what I wanted to be doing. And I went on that break and I was so exhausted. I was so totally exhausted, you know, and from years of running a busy clinic, being everything for everyone, raising children whilst I was running a clinic, building a business, helping women with their health, being a wife, being everything. I didn't know who I was anymore. And over the next few months, I really had to connect to who I was. I had to learn who I was. What did I want in life? I'd been doing what everybody else had kind of asked of me. I'd, I'd showed up. I, I followed, I'd done the corporate stuff, I'd been successful, I'd you know, made a lot of money, I'd done all of that and then I left it all behind and studied to become a naturopath, learnt more about the body and then I was helping other people and supporting other people but I'd forgotten about me along the way, I'd really, I'd lost me, I'd lost who I was, I lost who I was when I became a mum because I was a mum and it's like even though I was a business owner, but I was a mum. And then it all just changed because I, I was still a mum, but I wasn't that hands-on mum anymore. And I was, I was just lost. And then I started talking to other women and realized that I wasn't alone in the way I was feeling. Other women around my age were actually, you know, when I was, when I was brave enough to stand up and say how I was feeling, and there were lots of tears, I had other women come to me and say, yeah, I get it. I feel the same way. I'm feeling lost too. And there was, you know, it's not just feeling lost. That was that sense of loss. My body was changing. It wasn't doing what it used to do. And that's when, for me, 
whenever I'm confused, my go-to is to learn. I love learning. My highest value is knowledge. I love learning. The more I learn, the more information I have, the better decisions I make. And then when I make better decisions, I share that knowledge. I love to share my knowledge. You know, it's one of the reasons why I became a naturopath was so that I could learn stuff and share it with others. And sometimes I shared it even when they didn't want to know. And I, I learned not to do that over the years. Um, I, I learned that, you know, sometimes women did want to hear from me and other times women didn't want to hear from me. But I learned this stuff and I, I'm still learning. I, I learn new things all the time. And not only would, did I, I wanted to learn even more about hormones. I understood her hormones from a fertility point of view, from a regular cycle point of view, but I didn't really understand hormones from a menopause transition type point of view. And I had to learn that. So I did, I learned it and I learned lots of things. And I also learned that women these days in our modern world are going through menopause differently to what our mothers and our grandmothers and our great grandmothers did. And that is mainly because of our lifestyle. It's because of the stress that we're under. It's because of the environmental toxins. All of this is playing a role on, on our hormones. So as we're coming through this final big hormonal shift in our life, we've already been through a couple. We came through a big one when we came into puberty and then, you know, pregnancy, however many times you did that or you didn't do that, there was another big shift there. And now there's this another a big shift as we come through menopause and um, basically, our hormones are returning back to that state pre-puberty. They're going back to that pu you know, that state. That's, that's where they're going back to because now we're no longer in that reproductive stage of life that we spend, you know, from the time that we're, you know, 12 to, you know, maybe 52. So 40 years of our life is spent in that reproductive, that regular cycling but then we get to you know this transition it's not the end because for many of us at 50 these days women are living so much longer we still got you know an easy 40 years to go so it's not the end but it is a change and it's something different and our body needs to get used to that change our body needs to adjust to that change and and that, that's what happened to me. I had to learn more. And as I learned more, I taught more. And over the, you know, the upcoming episodes, I'll be sharing more of my story. I'll share the story of some of the women I work with. I will be talking to you about, you know, what is happening to your hormones, how your body is changing. My aim is to help you embrace the changes rather than fight the changes. Because when we fight the changes, the changes, uh, they you know, it becomes a struggle. You know, we can fight it and we can struggle it or we can embrace it and allow it to happen. So that is what the podcast is about. I want to welcome you. If you're a new listener, I want to welcome you. And hopefully over the next coming, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be doing this podcast for, but guarantee you at least till the end of this year, end of next year. I don't know. I have no idea what's going to be happening, but I've got a lot of topics to talk to you about. I've got a lot of guests I want to share with you. 
so enjoy it if you are a past listener and you're back thank you for coming back thank you for trusting in me thank you for listening to me and really give me your feedback you know give me feedback in um wherever you're listening to this whether this is on itunes whether you're on google play spotify wherever you are or simply email me angela at angelacouncil.com tell me what do you want to know more of what do you want me to answer have you got questions i also have a free facebook group called menopause conversations you can pop over there and join over there and you can ask questions over there and if you go over there and you pop your email address in i'll even send you a free um hormone uh, balancing recipe book an ebook so there are many ways you can tell me what it is you want me to include on this podcast if you've got questions ask the questions and then i'll answer them to the best of my ability on this podcast now that was a really long introduction but what I want to share with you right now is, as I said, I'm relaunching this on International Women's Day. I have just been live onto Instagram and Facebook to talk about breaking the bias within medicine and within medical research. So I'm going to share with you the recording of that live video. So because I think it's important that we understand, well, actually, no, we need to break the bias. We need to change the way women's health, women's hormones are dealt with in medicine. It's time to stop dismissing women when they show up in their doctor's office with symptoms. We we have to stop being told that's just part of being a woman, suck it up, get over it, or take this pill and that will fix everything. It's time for that to change. It's time for women to reconnect back to their bodies and to put themselves back in control. And that's my hope for you during the duration of all of these podcasts that you get the information that puts you back in control. So until next week, when I come to you with my next podcast, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining in hit the subscribe button, and I'll see you next week. Bye. Happy International Women's Day to anybody who is watching the live or the recording here. And the theme for this year is breaking the bias. And I wanted to just talk a little bit about that, particularly when it comes to women's health, because there is a really big bias when it comes to women's health conditions hormones and what's going on when it in in the medical and the research communities and i think this is something we need to be talking about and it's something women definitely need to be aware of so what most women are not aware of and until relatively recently women were not included in research trials when it came to testing drugs different drugs or any different type of research trial. And the reason for this being is because we have hormones and these hormones can sometimes be a little bit unpredictable. And when research trials are being run, they actually want to have some um, uh, some certainty about what's going to happen. So they're pretty particular as to, you know, what the people that they choose for these trials. So until very recently, 
women were not included in research trials. And what would happen is at the end of the um, trial, whatever the result was, then all that would happen is they would take the, the drug that they were testing and they would just um, adjust the dose for a woman being smaller than a man. And this is why women have quite a few issues um, with reactions to drugs because women are not small men. We have got so much more going on that is not common to um, the male physiology and hormones is one of that. So it, it, within the last 10 years, there has been a change to that and women are, are expected to be included in research trials, but still not so much. And luckily for women who are going through menopause um, or, or have already gone through menopause, they're more likely to be included in them because now we don't have this cyclical changes happening with our hormones. So it's really important that we understand that women have, there's been a big bias against women um, in research and the medical community in general for a very long time. And also the majority of doctors, you know, general practitioners do not understand women's hormones. Unless they've done additional training, they don't understand how women's hormones work. Uh, you know, they've got a bit of an understanding that there's estrogen and there's progesterone. But, you know, when we get past that, there's not a lot of in-depth knowledge when it comes to how women's hormones work, why we need hormones, what hormones do are beyond um, supporting a pregnancy or releasing an egg. Hormones do so many different things in our body. And when our hormones start to shift, that means that we've got this uh, impact that is happening within our physical body. And the majority of doctors do not understand this. Uh, they And all they're taught to do basically is to give you a pill to fix a symptom, not really address what's going on with the hormones. And this is why um, I see almost an epidemic of women who are having medical procedures to deal with hormone issues. I am seeing over and over women who are having hysterectomies, whether it's a full or a partial hysterectomy, to deal with issues that are related to hormones. And the solution seems to be just remove the offending part. Now, we don't do that with men. Because if men have got an issue that is, you know, with their reproductive organs, no one goes away and says, let's just remove the, the offending part. But this is what happens with women, is that we are removing organs from women's bodies because we are not dealing with what is really going on. And actually, I just want to share with you a book that is an absolutely fantastic book. Um, hopefully you can see that on both screens. It's Medicine Women and um, by Lucy H. Pierce. And she discusses a lot of this, the bias against women within the medical per, um, profession. And on average, it takes a woman four times longer to be diagnosed with a particular condition than it does for a male. And this is like, and, and this is because, oh no, I know, I get really frustrated with this because it shouldn't be this way. Why are we being treated differently? Women have higher incidences of um, obviously hormonal issues, 
autoimmune conditions. More women are being diagnosed with autoimmune conditions, but we're not looking at why this is happening. What is the underlying cause? Why is the body not working in the manner in which it is meant to be working? Why is it out of balance? You know, and many doctors will even tell you there's no such thing as a hormonal imbalance. You know, go and speak to women and they'll tell you that there is such a thing as a hormonal imbalance. We know there is. We can actually take blood tests to show that hormones are out of balance. Yet doctors are telling us that, you know, you know words like hysterical, stressed, emotional, um, all these things, attention seeking. These are the words that are given back to women when they go to doctors telling them that they don't feel right because things aren't showing up on a medical test, on a diagnostic test, they are being dismissed time and time again. And I see this with the work that I do with women who are moving through menopause. They go to doctors looking for some, some type of help and they're offered a pill, an antidepressant, or they're just told that's just part of being a woman, suck it up and get over it. We need to change this bias. We need to change this. It's so important that within medicine within medical research that women are treated the same as men are treated well actually not the same but with equal importance women have got hormones and yes those hormones fluctuate they fluctuate through our entire life and it does impact the way we feel we are not crazy at certain times of the month at certain times of our lives we are not crazy our hormones are having an influence. Our hormones influence the way our brain works. And when our hormones shift, our brain changes. We know this. There is research being done on this. There are changes to the way the brain works. It doesn't mean women are, getting, women are getting dumber. Women are still as cognitive as always. But there are shifts. And the brain needs to rewire itself. The body is changing. And it's important that we recognize this and we celebrate this rather than telling women that they are wrong. We tell women that their bodies are wrong all the time. Women are ashamed of their bodies. They're ashamed of their menstrual cycle. They want their menstrual cycle to go. We see the menstrual cycle as an inconvenience. And if you take a pill, you can stop that inconvenience. There's a reason for this. We are being disconnected from our bodies because this is the message that we're getting from a medical society is it's really, really convenient to shut it off. It's convenient to cut it out. But when we do that, there are, there are consequences to doing that. There are consequences to taking you know, a, a synthetic hormone to change the way your body works. There's consequences to removing organs. There are consequences. And these are consequences that women have to live with. And they're just told, well, there's nothing you can do about it. That's just the way it is. It's time for us to change. It's time for us as women to stand up and say, we are not being hysterical. We are not being attention seekers, but we want to count. We want to be listened to. So it's time for us to break the bias around medicine. For women to have to be included in trials, whether or not they're cycling, whether or not they're not, they're not cycling. For women's cycles, hormones to be considered 
when we're looking at any medical condition before any diagnosis, not for it to be written off. It is important that as women, we connect back to our bodies. You know, women can create life. Women create life. We bring life to this world. We carry humans. We nurture humans. We grow humans. The power of our body is immense, yet we are told to dismiss it. And as we get past those reproductive stage of life, we get told we're too old. We need to be younger. We go into anti-aging. We're dismissed for the way that we feel. We're told to suck it up. It's time for that to change. It's time to change the bias in medicine. And on International Women's Day, I'd like to stand up and say no more. No more of this. It is time to listen to women and listen to their bodies. Teach women about what's going on with the hormones. Make this a standard part of schooling, of education for women to truly understand their hormones. Because the majority of women don't. I know I didn't. And I studied this. I had to learn more beyond what I was taught as a naturopath. I had to go and do extra study. I'm still learning more and more about the hormones. There is so much that we don't know about how the woman's body works. We need to be learning more. We need to be teaching women rather than telling women to shut their bodies down and to stop listening to it. It's time for all of us to reconnect to who we are, the feminine energy, the power that our bodies have. And as scary as that might be, we do have a power. And it's time for women to be listened to. So on International Women's Day, I'm asking that we break the bias. That we stand up and even if all you can do is just to take some time to listen, what has your body got to tell you? You be your greatest advocate. Don't delegate your health care, your well-being to someone else. Learn more about your body. L understand what's going on. And you become your best advocate because no one knows you like you know you. That's it from me. From my heart to yours, infinite love and gratitude. Bye for now. So what do you think? Are you ready to break the bias that is happening within our medical professions, our science, by taking control of your health, by learning more? That's my hope for you, my dream for you, is that you are able to learn more about what's happening with your body. And that's why I created this podcast. Now, really love your feedback, whether or not you're listening to this on iTunes, Spotify, Google, wherever you're listening to this, please give me your feedback. Let me know what you think. Give me some, you know, a rating, some comments, or pop over to my Facebook group called Menopause Conversations. Just put that into the Facebook search bar, Menopause Conversations and 
come in, you will need to answer a couple of questions so that um, I just make sure that the right people are coming into the group. If you share your email address, I will send you a free hormone balancing recipe book. So come over, continue the conversation over there. I'd love to see you over there. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any episodes. There will be weekly episodes of this podcast dropping and I look forward to sharing more information about menopause and just life in general for women in this time of life. So from my heart to yours, infinite love and gratitude and thank you for joining me. Bye for now.